This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Touchdown, black guy. Oh, too right, Lomas. Touchdown, Detroit black guy. TJ Lang joining us on a championship Friday. Here's how it's going to roll. We're only talking to TJ for one segment. Then it's you guys. We go straight to the phones afterwards. TJ, how are you, buddy? I'm I'm good with that. 15 minutes, let's do it. it What's happening, big time? What's up? What's up? Oh, I had something I wanted to read you. First. Thank you for gracing us and just doing radio today. Okay. Oh, I know did you, you have a poem? Yeah, yeah. hold oh. on. Uh, Dan Campbell and Jared Goff have been vital as this team heads out in search of a title. Mm-hmm. That's as far as I got. I'll take suggestions. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's All that, right. That's that EMU that's journalism. That's as far as I got. Go Eagles! <laughs> I had another I one, but I couldn't find anything to rhyme it with. That's that's about as far as caller Chris got with Doug and Scott. What rhymes uh, with I'll Super Bowl? Four minutes. Oh, okay, now. now. Yeah. And no. Go um, ahead and clip right, that, so David. So the theme of the day, theme of the day has been, <laughs> TJ, your biggest point of confidence and your biggest point of concern with the looming matchup, Niners and Lions. Uh, okay, I know what I said yesterday. Um, the more I think about it, I think the biggest – area of confidence would be this offensive line in the run game. Uh, I do think you have the best offensive line still left in the playoffs. Um, look, Jonah's going to hurt a little bit, but you know I think they'll fill that void. Uh, no problem. Uh, concern, I would say it has to be not containing Brock Purdy well enough. You know what I mean? He's very slippery in the pocket. Um, gets the ball out of his hands quick. They get him on the move a lot. Uh, some rollouts, some some bootlegs. Uh, that's been a thorn in, in this team's side for a long time now when you have a quarterback that can do that. Um, so for me, it would probably be the biggest concern is, hey, if, if you get them to third downs, you know, and then Brock Purdy runs a couple for 10, 11-yard gains first down, and those lead to points. So uh, football-wise, those are my football reasons why, uh, why, why I'd be concerned if they're not able to – if they're not able to bring bring down Brock Purdy. Interesting. All right. What did you I, say? I, I, didn't, surpri- I didn't hear. No, I'm surprised. And I'm not going to – you have a right to go back on what you said. I'm just surprised. I thought yesterday you were in a different place. I didn't realize Brock Purdy's legs terrified that, you. That I, is, well, the more I – you know, the more – So I, like that I, final drive today. when he picked up the 15 yards yeah, and, and you know took what him I mean? down like, to the six Crucial plays. I, I think it's going to be a close game. I do. I Because you forget about him. You do. You don't right. account for him. It's like if Jared Goff took off and ran for 15 yards, nobody in the place is thinking, oh, my God, he right. can run. And even, Mike, today, this morning, I had a chance to go back and watch even three or four more games. And at every game, there's like four or five plays where he just scrambles out of there and, you know, it should be second and 16. Instead, it's 
a 20-yard gain or something like You know what I mean? Teams just kind of falling asleep on him. I think that that's had a big impact in their offense. Everybody knows about McCaffrey and looks like well, would De- you feel- sounds like Debo's going to play and Ayuk, but would you Brock feel Purdy's- different? I think Vegas has his over-under of rushing yards at seven and a half. Does that make you feel better? No, I mean I would I would take the over if I was a bet man. Only because you know this is NFC Championship game. Everybody's going to do anything possible. Jared Goff took off last week. You know what I mean? I I would I would be shocked. And maybe it's not so much the I'm not saying so much the running, but it is maybe if you've got him hemmed up in the pocket and somehow he squeaks out of there, right? And it's a play down the field, something like what happened against Dallas, where you know we had him hemmed up and. Man, he just snuck out, couldn't finish the play. Boom, big play over your head. That's what starts to concern me because Brock Purdy is pretty elusive. I mean, he is. I'm not saying he's a dual-threat quarterback by any means, but we like we know Aaron Glenn likes to send a lot of pressure. My biggest concern is when you do send the pressure, he escapes are you gonna be the able, pocket. Is he going to escape the pocket? Or are you going to have uh, you know, the, way we're, the, the, the discipline to finish to bring him down? Because he makes almost – it was four or five plays a game that I watched today where it's like, gosh – that defense should be off the field, man. This drive's still going, and boom, it leads to points. And then the games just start to get away. So I think, you know, that, Dan that's Dan Campbell and concern. Jared Goff have been vital. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think confident concern, depending on which uh, side of the ledger you're on, to me, is, is Dan Campbell. The fact that he really has nothing to lose, the fact that he is that gambler, the fact that he knows this could be the last game, so there's no holding back. We got to do whatever it takes to get to the Super Bowl. If you're a Lions fan, I think that should be your your confidence level of knowing he's going to do whatever it takes. He's going to push whatever buttons it takes to get his players to the finish line, whether it's going for it. And I and I think like like last week they kicked the field goal. It was fourth and four, and he just lined up and took the field. I don't think he's doing that on Sunday. I think if it's fourth and four, and if he's within the five-yard line, he's going for it. He's going to go for it to try to score the touchdown and say, okay, you know what, Kyle? Your turn. Match me. Yeah, and that could be the uh, that could be the difference, right? And we know Kyle Shanahan's a hell of a coach now. I mean, he is a great offensive coach. But he's conservative. He is very Sean McVay-esque, where, eh, you know, fourth and four midfield, eh, let's punt it. You know, we're fourth and... Short in the red zone, eh, let's just take the point. You know, like That's Kyle Shanahan's M.O. That's his identity. That's who he is. So um, certainly I could I could see a situation or scenario where Dan Campbell squeezes out a couple extra points by a, a fake punt or a fake field goal or something goofy on a special teams play, right? A trick-type trick, trick, uh, trick type play there. Uh, I think that's a big, big part of the reason why you're here is because you have been that type of coach. And we obviously know you get the championship weekend, man. You don't hold anything back, right? So uh, I think he certainly could be their secret yeah, weapon. This is one where, I, you know, all year long I'm like, you know, you need to be a little more Dan Campbell, less Dan Gamble. I think Dan Gamble tells Campbell, take a seat. I got this game. This is my type of game. Has to be. Yeah, and my, I think that uh, my biggest ahead, confidence and fear thing was Dan Campbell for a different reason is I just don't know that there's a coach in the league that has a better grip and a better relationship and a better feel for his team than this guy. I mean, they'll they'll go to war for him. And TJ, I think you'll you'll appreciate it and recognize it. He's coaching as someone who's been there before. There was no dancing. There was no parade. Two down, two to go. Yeah. And I have a great confidence that he will be able to take this team and and play well. Now on the flip side, I do get a little bit concerned about what I just said, which is we've gotten comfortable with this team playing at home feeding off this incredible crowd, 
you know, timing up blitzes and the other team's audibles. Like You can't even hear. It doesn't work. They're on the road. And you're not playing one of these welfare teams that you have played. And I just wonder, and I'm guilty of it, have I gotten too comfortable with the get-it-done attitude? Well, you're at home and you're playing teams you're better than. You should get it done. And they've survived. What they're going to face here is something completely different, both geographically, they're leaving home, and B, the I mean, wouldn't you say, in, in fairness, the Niners are a double-digit favorite over the Rams and Bucks if it was in this same scenario right now? Yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah. No, so, I'm not saying it's going to be I, easy by any means. You know, no, I'm, no, I'm no. Nobody's no, saying no. that. No. Uh, but I do. No, but I, I think I, the Lions have a pathway. I do. Yeah, I agree with you. And I think that... Um, you know, everything they've done the last couple weeks, like you said, Mike, it hasn't been some crazy, oh, my gosh, look at us. Like, <laughs> it's, it's been expected. You know what I mean? After the games, you talk to players, they're like, yeah, we expect to, we, we expect to win these games. We know we're a, we're a great team. We know what we can do. Um, I think something turned for them, too, really after that Dallas game. I, I think, you know, and I'm not into moral victories by any means, but we all remember that game and how it ended. Um, I think they came out of that game – Knowing exactly who they are, what knowing what they have to do uh, to win games, knowing what they have to do to make plays in the biggest moments, you know. And uh, that was a game that you know, us being on the outside, I remember sitting here that Friday and being like, "Man, I don't know, I'm nervous." You know, I Dallas kills teams at home, and man, their defense, their D line, and man, Dak's playing pretty good, right? And they went into that building, and it's it's a game they should have won. Um, I think they learned they a lot about win, themselves, and I'm taking yeah. that to my grave. And I think they learned they a lot. I think they learned a lot about themselves after that game, which hopefully they can uh, u- utilize going into San Fran. Two four eight five three nine ninety seven ninety seven. No, no, no. I know who it was. I know. Now Rico has said Niners by double digits. TJ, I don't have you on the record yet. I think the Lions cover. I think seven and a half is a lot of points. Um, I think the Lions are a good team. I think they're a great team. Um, and this is probably a, a, a bit of homerism in me and maybe just wishful thinking, but I'm going to take the Lions. I'm going to take the Lions 28-26. I could see it being a, a aggressive Dan Campbell. We know we're going to score touchdowns and maybe get Shanahan to kick a couple field goals and you can get a little bit of a lead there at the end of the game. I just, uh, maybe it's stupid. Maybe it's, you know, I, I have football reasons. Certainly, I think, I think you this defense... You know, with the identity no, no, no. that they have, I can I can come up with football reasons. TJ, here's the thing: if you've made it to if you've made it to championship week, there is no stupid opinion because yeah. either team can like one of these teams is going to the Super Bowl. Like this isn't you know some poor team. You're, this ain't the Panthers going up against the Bears. Yeah. This is two of the best teams in now, the NFC. Would <laughs> can I also say I wouldn't be completely shocked if it were to end up how what what you think. You know, if it somehow got away here's, from here's you. A, here's a funny thing, and Mike, I don't think you mind me sharing this. We, Mike and I mm. were talking, and it was like, yeah, I, I think the Niners will win by 10 or more points, or the Lions will just – there won't be any in between. It won't be like that squeak-it-out game where the Niners, like last week, either they go out there and handle their business – or the Lions just take the game. Yeah, yeah. and I, they I think, win, yeah. or or they get their head put in their carry-on bag. And this it's is one of the two. This is this is probably the nervous part of being the, uh, a fan, you know, on this weekend. Uh, you know, the last couple of weeks, I couldn't really make a case for man. Well, if they lose this game, what can we talk about Monday? You know, because those were games you felt like they should win. Um, this weekend, you know, we know anything can happen, but the nervous part of me says, well, okay, let's say if we do come in Monday and you know they lost, and man, okay. 
at least you could say, you know what I mean? There's almost like, okay, yep. we, we still know we're a few pieces away, right? Yeah, you, you, right? So, you can feel proud about yourself. I mean, here's the thing. I don't want that to sound in a bad way, no, but you it, know what it, I mean? It's, it can, it's, not, it's not in a bad way because you made it far, further than you thought that you were going to be. But it, it is one of those things where when you look at this game, and I'm, I've never been a big fan, but the guy on the other side of the microphone, Mike, believes in this Vegas stuff. That line never moved all week long. Now, as a matter of fact, it's gone to seven and a half. You see the confidence that that Vegas has in this game and in the 49ers. It's like, you know, because I'm like, man, maybe they it should be a lot closer. But they're saying, no, it's not going. Well, to it leads me to the question I was going to ask TJ. And like, I'm only half joking. I mean, what the hell are they going to shoot Debo up with for him to play? I mean, is he just going to be carrying a syringe instead of a boombox uh, into the stadium? God, I don't like. I mean, what are we talking, Lawrence Taylor? Any given Sunday, we no, just go in double dose. Like they don't, they don't do. How that does anymore. it work? <laughs> Come on, I, I, they don't do that anymore. Oh, are you? Are you? Oh, I thought you were trying to be funny. No, no, no. I'm saying like I, I. I mean, they, there's always stuff that they can do. It's like Toradol, I want to say. It's not, you're not getting shot up with like. Debo, what's in this needle? Killers, Son, you, know? you don't want to know. Yeah, this was back in the day, too. I don't, I don't know. Plausible deniability, Debo. Telling, they don't really do that anymore. Um, you know, they, I, I don't think they can, but I, I don't right, really PR know. They've been, they've been kind of. T- tell me in private. They've been, okay. I'm, just, I'm, not, I'm being 100% honest with you. I don't think there's any. Mike, you can't there's believe no what these guys are doing. Man. No, no, it's not. <laughs> the stuff they gave Ray Lewis back in the day from the World Cup. Hey, you know, remember the stuff they gave Ray Lewis back in the day? Yeah, that. <laughs> so yeah, listen, none of that. Let's give TJ a segment. I feel TJ. This is a new TJ. TJ, you're normally a very confident man, very outspoken, very gregarious. I'm seeing a a high level of self doubt and insecurity out of you. No, that's false. I want you to get, get it together, and then we're we're going to go to your adoring public next. They are ready to roll on a championship Friday. Let's get to it, shall we? Let's do it. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Straight to the people. TJ live with us. Taking you uh, to 6 o'clock on a championship Friday. Let's go to Danny and get back to the people. Danny, how are you today, sir? How's it, how's it going, uh, Mike? Good, Dan. So, 
my whole thing is, is this. Like, obviously, I, I'm very confident that the Lions can run on San Francisco. They've run on pretty much everybody. My concern is Dan Campbell not being Dan Campbell. I want, like, I've watched him. I went to the Seattle game to where all of a sudden mm-hmm. he went to uncharacteristic things that he did, uh, selling for field goals, doing things that, you know, like just kind of playing the clock and all that kind of stuff. That's not the Dan Campbell that I know, and I don't want him to kind of pucker up, as you might say, because this is his first time being on the big stage and then doing things that aren't characteristic of himself and the attitude of this team. I don't see that happening. He's shown you, I think he's been tactical. I can't think of a single decision he's made that I disagree with in the playoffs. He's done the right stuff. TJ, Rico, any disagreement there? As a matter of fact, he has, Mike. It's become so normal watching him do that, that when you see Todd Bowles or Kyle Shanahan or any other coach punting the ball or like not going for it, you're like, what are you doing? It's not what Dan Campbell would do. Dan Campbell's going for it. So this is one where... Does Campbell power it down because there's so much on the line, or does he just push his chips right. in the middle of the table and say, F it, let's do it? Yeah, I mean, my, my big thing is, is like, like I said, I, I, the one game that I went and saw him in Seattle, you know, like when he did that, I was like, wow, this is not like Dan Campbell at all. I just don't want to see that. You know, I'm, gr- I'm glad that they're at this. You know, fortunately I was alive when they went to the NFC Championship game against Washington had no shot at that game. But I think they do have a legitimate shot here. I think uh, I do think San Francisco is probably going to win, but um, I think it'll be less than the seven and a half, though. Yeah, look, thanks, Dan. Um, yeah, oh, sorry, look, Mike. I just think people. No, no, geez, you're fine. I was just going to make the point, like guys, we don't need to preface this like it's some declaration. Oh, the Lions have a chance. Hell, yes, they do. Yeah, I mean, they but made I, it this I, far. I just, we yeah, we got to lose that. Come on, man. This ain't the bad news bears showing up in San Francisco. You got a damn good football team out here. Yeah. It's Dan Campbell, not Walter Mathow. You're not TJ, here, go you're ahead. Not, you're not here by accident. The one thing I would say about Dan Campbell is I think he's learned that, you know, the the aggressive mentality can be fluid throughout a game, right? There's 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 a lot of times and early in the season where, you know, he, he's doing some things and you're like, whoa, wait, you know, okay, you know, let's see how it plays out. I think sometimes he goes into the game with the mindset of we're going forward on fourth, we're running fakes, we're going to do this, onside kick, whatever it is, and then doesn't really adjust based off how the game's going. I think he's been able to do that now. I think there's enough, uh, you know, in his in his uh, toolbox, there's 19 games this year to say, okay, hey, maybe I'm going to be really aggressive this game, and hey, offense comes out and scores the first two drives, and the defense is playing really good. Okay, maybe let's put that on the back burner. I don't have to be as yeah. aggressive, right? You kind of adjust to how your team is playing that day. I think that's something that he's... He's really adjusted over the course of of not only the season, but you know throughout the three years he's been here. TJ, I wonder if he's adjusted because I I do think that he lost his composure at the end of that Dallas game, where we're going to go for no matter two for no matter what, and it was like okay, but maybe we should just bring it back. Let's kick the extra point. Let's regroup and let's just go out there play a little defense. Go to overtime. I think he's learned from that that you know what, don't get emotional. Be tactical, but not emotional. Yeah, I mean, that game was clearly emotional. Um, I think it was strategy as well. And I, that's I why I said, I think... to me, that's, as a Niner fan, that's the biggest concern is that he's learned from that. Yeah. He's, that's not the same guy that I saw at the Dallas, ending the Dallas game. Yeah. Well, he got so emotional. He's tactical now. Yeah, and I think also at the end of that Dallas game, there was a little bit of, you know what, I think our guys need to know what it's going to be like to 
back against the wall. We're heading to the playoffs. We might be in this situation where if we don't make it, we're going home, right? So uh, let's at least get a, get that experience in, see how we respond to it, see how we can learn from it. Because um, right then, yeah, did it matter? Yeah, it could have been the two seat. It all worked out anyways, right? Um, but you know, if they get into that type of situation this Sunday, hey, we need to convert on fourth and goal with five seconds left from the seven. Okay, hey, we've been here before, right, guys? We know what it's going to take. So hopefully, uh, like I said, everything that you know has kind of hindered them in the past. Hopefully, those they've learned from all that. And, and Dan Campbell, hopefully, he's learned from some of the uh, more aggressive, maybe you know, kind of mistakes that he feels uh, going into going into this weekend. Look, as the only one who's not involved in one way or the other, I mean, I, I, I'm homeless. I'm a Giants fan. I would tell you if I were in this spot, I'd be terrified to face Dan Campbell. Highest compliment I can pay yeah. because those decisions that he will make can undo dominance by the team you're facing. Like the Niners could be dominating a game and it won't matter. It's like what Lamar Jackson or Pat Mahomes do to a defense. But we had the right scheme. It doesn't matter. We, yeah, we called the right blitz package. He got out. Hey, of it. we got the stop on a critical third and six. Just kidding. Fourth and six. Illegal contact. First down. F you. Touchdown. Like, I would be terrified facing him in a winner take all chips down game where he's the underdog, too. I, I still think, I mean, you guys can slap me down on that one. I think it's a powerful tool. Players know. There's a belief structure in that room, us versus everybody. Now we're taking the wagon on the road. And having Dan Campbell as your coach, that's powerful. I'd be scared bleepless if I were in this game. But then again, I mean, I reside on a homeless, uh, you know, thrown away mattress, a.k.a. the Giants. <laughs> Thank you, Doug Karsh. 248-539-9797. That's Doug. You want to hear it again? No, kind of. <laughs> Wow. Was that today? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. No, that was his wedding night. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Honey, I'm eligible. <laughs> That's when he walked back in, wow. walked back home after the Rose Bowl. <laughs> right. Breasts. <laughs> I'm going to ride my bike so hard. <laughs> he sounded bricked up. Right. I'm going to smash these Brussels sprouts. This is for the kale. <laughs> I'm going to pound this kale into submission. Respectfully. (laughs) Respectfully, of course. Impossible. Honey, I'm home. Open line format. Okay. (laughs) Let's go to Anthony, please. 971. Anthony, how are you? (laughs) Anthony, what's up? Yeah. Hey, um, I'm a 49ers fan. I grew up in Detroit. My dad's been one since 81, so I got some skin in the game. And uh, my concerns for my team are Kyle Sanahan getting his head on his butt when it comes to play Carlin. And um, I want him to attack the middle of the field and the back end. And my, and my confidence is because they haven't seen a run game like ours unless you call it Baltimore. And that's about it, really. Rico, you got one of your own on the line here. Niners Nation or whatever, or the faithful or whatever they call it. So, so Anthony, no, no, Anthony, you're you're concerned about Shanahan and his being way too conservative, right? Yeah, he's like a boy genius. Like he outsmarts himself sometimes. I'm like, what is wrong with you? And you got two other backs. Like, 
Elijah Mitchell and and um, Jordan Mason, big bruisers who can wear down the line. You don't have to use Kristen every time. I don't get that. Yeah, I'm with you. Now, for me, Anthony, it's it's more of the the, the clock management, like how we – the end of the first half, it was like, are you going to be aggressive? you going to kick a field goal, touchdown? He just wasted a minute just to, you know, line up Moody out there to miss a field goal. So I can get that. I understand. Why don't, why don't we just get to it? Uh, TJ, you and I can just say this. All right. One dude's a beast and the other dude's a bitch. Just say what's on your mind, Rico. Just say it. Mike, Dan Campbell don't play that mess. Kyle Shanahan does. Like I, I, I've said that, except for I guess I have a, a vast vocabulary. I don't have to go that way. Nah, that's out the window. I'm on my seventh show of the day. <laughs> okay. F it. All right. Let's go. All right. I mean, t- hold on, no, fellas. That's true, though. That's part of the allure and the advantage of Dan Campbell in a game like this. I don't think being this hyper conservative, scared, just weird Shanahan mode that doesn't benefit you when the guy across from you is going to put pedal down, start Roar! to finish. Okay, I, <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> I gave it my best shot. You did. <laughs> Good luck, Sunday. I'm out of here. More of your calls next, 97-1. Yes. Quickly and for the first time today, and TJ, just bear with me, brother. We we got to have David read a few ticket texts. I've, I, I'm deplorable. We haven't had a check-in yet today. That's on me, Rico. Sorry about that. Nah, David, okay. go ahead. Yeah, the people are excited, so I'm just going to rifle through a lot of these here. Confidence, offensive line, and running. Concern, Lions secondary and playing outside on the road. Another one from Max says, confident the Lions control the middle of the field on offense. Concerned the 49ers control the middle of the field on their offensive side. Uh, Jason in Heartland says, the confidence is golf playing well, and we put up points. Concern is injuries to the O-line and our tight ends. TJ, what was your read on Jonah's replacement? What is it, Ashoka or whatever the hell the guy's Coyote, name is? I was Sika. Yeah, sure. no, he's been he's nailed been, it. He's been steady. No, he has. Here's I mean, your he, problem. Uh, go ahead. Jonah gave up no pressures all day. He goes out of the game and on 17 snaps, what was it again? Ashwagandha? Awasika. Sure. Gave up seven pressures. Yeah. What's your what's your mindset? Now, obviously, Ragnow can help him out on Hargrave. Yeah. Glasgow v. Armstead 1v1. You comfortable there? Yeah, I am. I think um you know, and and even going back to some of my notes, that's it's going to be a huge matchup. The interior of our O line and the interior of our D line. To be honest with you, too. Um, but no, our our O line. Look, you can find ways. Graham's going to have to play a, a really good game. He is. I think he matches up well with Armstead um, because let's be honest, Frank's probably going to be sliding left majority of the game. Right? You've got a backup left guard in there, and Awasika is formidable, um, but. It's a drop down from Jonah. I will say this about Jonah. He's been extremely underrated, in my opinion. Um, I know he's been beat up a little bit. He's been hurt. He's missed some time. But uh, he is a a really, really good player. I like Jonah a lot. They're Um, 40 yards a game better on the ground with him than with him. No, it's it's a wide margin. Um, You know, but I think the good thing, too, Mike, is that San Francisco's defense is very – I don't want to say vanilla, but they're they're pretty basic when you watch them. It, they just line up and and say, "This is what we're going to run, and we're just better than you." We, you good luck. Try to block us, right? Um, Why and, do and you think good. they can't they're stop really the run with the resources they have up front? I mean, Rico, please feel free to jump in here. 
Why can't they stop the run? I, Mike, I, I, I would say the reason why they can't stop the run is because for most games, they're ahead, so teams are passing. They have to play catch-up. So they don't get a lot of reps actually stopping the run game because they normally go down, they score early, and now you're playing catch-up. Green Bay said, no, 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 we're going to change that, and they were running the ball, and that's not something they're used to. They're used to being back in pass defense and trying to stop you because you can't it, – it's stupid for you to run the ball because you're going to eat clock and it's going to hinder you from catching up to them. It's, it's a lot of scheme, in my opinion. It's a lot of – the linebackers just saying, "Hey, we're willing to let you go for four or five. Right? Um, you know, yeah, because we we're, we're, we're up seven. You're just not going to pass it on us. Yeah. Um, and, and being with Chris Kasurik, their defensive line coach, who's in San Fran now, he was here in Detroit for a long time. Uh, yeah, I was obviously a part of his team and played against his defensive lines for a long time. Their theory is stop the run on the way to the quarterback, right? So I think anytime you have that mindset. Uh, it's going to be different, right? We know Aaron Glenn in this defense, number one is stop the run. That's what it is. Uh, San Francisco and their de- defensive style is get after the passer um, and, and stop the pass. So uh, I think teams have schemed them up well. Uh, Green Bay certainly did a good job on some some of the pin-pull actions that they did last week and getting some down blocks, getting some linemen out in space. Uh, Aaron did Jones ripped job off on a the big edge. one. A lot yeah. of guys slipping around a little bit, but that was something. That, and then Bosa, kind of, they, and Chase yeah, Young. They kind of, because you can catch those guys off guard because they're thinking pass rush, pass rush, pass rush. All of a sudden, oh, down block from a tight end or a wide receiver. Oh, I wasn't expecting that. Um, right. So I think there are ways where you can utilize that scheme against them with some quick hitting counters, with some quick hitting traps, um, because that's how you create defense or gra- that's how you create gaps against a defense like that, that they just want to get off off the ball. They want to get upfield. They want to get to the quarterback. You can use that against them, uh, which teams have had a bit of success doing. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what kind of scheme. And we'll probably find out early in, in Sunday's game what Ben Johnson wants to call. You cannot remember that Dallas game. You cannot expect a lot of long developing a slow play action or counteraction type of runs against this team. They just get too much penetration. If you can hit them with some quick hitters, get some down blocks, get some counters, get some outside tosses, I think that's where you keep them honest, and that's where you see their safeties and their linebackers start to get more aggressive. Because I said a lot of the last two games, it was about, you know what, let Montgomery be the guy, eat clock, just run the ball. This is a game where I think it's Gibbs. Gibbs out the backfield, Gibbs running the ball, just Jameer Gibbs one-on-one with a linebacker, I mean, you saw what he did to Antoine Winfield, the safety, and it was like, you know what, you're not going to catch me. I'm going to go all the way and then stiff arm you as I score. I think if you're the Lions, this is a Gibbs type of game where use him in space and and, and just take your chances. And as a receiver, too. Mike, we talked about this yesterday. You have to use Jameer Gibbs as a receiver. I mean, it it is a lot of... One high safety that San Fran's going to give you. They like to crowd the middle of the field, but their linebackers like to get a lot of depth. They're not playing at five, six yards in the pass defense. They're playing at 12, 15 yards. Mm-hmm. There, there can be a lot of space underneath uh, for your running backs coming out of the backfield. And that's where I like Jameer Gibbs uh, in this matchup. It's still in the run game, but coming yeah. out as a receiver and getting some of those and maybe he uh, dumped down that we see. St. Fran does the yeah. same thing with Christian McCaffrey. Right, and right. see, here's and the thing. Break the tackle and go for 20. And here's the thing. Normally, if this game were outside, I would say, you know what? That's not an advantage for Jared Goff, but it's going to be nice weather out there. So, And he's from that area, so he's used to all of this. So to me, if you're accurate, you're fine. Now, if you overthrow your receiver, that's where you know Greenlaw Warner's going to pick you off yeah. because that's they're sitting there waiting for that mistake. But, yeah, 
I don't think the middle of the field is going to be as open as – I don't understand what the Buccaneers were doing last week. I just don't. I thought that maybe they would change at halftime and say, guys, we're, we're leaving the middle of the field wide open. Kudos for Ben Johnson. <laughs> and just, you know what? If you're not going to change, we're not going to change. And the Lions just said, we're going to take what you keep giving us. And, and that's how they won that game. They didn't outthink themselves. Because Tampa just it, – TJ, it was every time they dropped back, you just sit right there in the middle – and there was nobody around you for 10 yards. Yeah, well, Tampa brought a lot of pressure, right? So you're automatically going to have some holes on your defense. Uh, San Fran doesn't. But it was the same hole every time. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> but, but that's what you get when you're sending six, seven, eight guys at times. Right, you, you know what I mean? That, I'm like, Todd, <laughs> mix it up a little. No? Okay. Yeah, no, it's going to be. didn't know be... the game started. Did you see the look on his face? He didn't know what day it was. <laughs> I mean, I know I don't want to distract us here, but that end of the game with him. I realized it in That's the moment. I'm like, offense. oh my goodness! Like the Lions need to slow down a little bit. I you know what? Tampa still has a timeout. The, the way that game <laughs> ended tells you how they feel about a coach. Because if you were a coach that were that they were teetering on firing you, you would have got fired. That was incredible to me it, it, in a, in a one score game. Right. If you're down nine or ten, yeah. What, okay. What's okay? That we can't do? score yeah, twice. Great. But you know what? Who's to say we couldn't take the punt back? And now we go for two. And let's see what happens. You never know. It's right. the playoffs, man. And earlier this season, Tampa Gentlemen's got agreement. The, I what? I can't remember what game it was, but it might have been. Did, did they play Philly in the regular season where they almost caught a Hail Mary at the end yes. of the game? You remember what I'm saying? Yes. It went yeah. right off Chris Godwin's yes. hand in the end yeah. zone. So if you're a coach that's been through that, I, I was surprised by it. Like I said, I don't want to get off topic. No, because I was looking at the was, clock that too late. Like, to because <laughs> I, I thought maybe. You know what? Maybe it was uh was NBC. They had the wrong timeouts out. Like, you know what? They the graphics wrong. Yeah, they don't have a timeout. Well, Wait, they Campbell screwed up by not managing the clock, and Todd Bowles was like, "Nah, I I know you're you're helping me out." But, yeah, uh, we're I'm, good. <laughs> TJ, I've good. I've seen you on the lake, fourteen beers deep, with better decision making than Todd Bowles. <laughs> just was, leave uh, it alone. It was egregious. Yeah, just leave it alone. Um, great. I'm getting talked into the Lions. As we reach the halfway point of the show here, <clears throat> I just, I know, I know. I'm going to continue. I'll, I'll continue processing. Let's get to the picks. We'll do it next. We'll get an injury report. Lots left to do today. 97-1. All right, let's do it. It's time for the picks. David, I'm gonna I'm gonna need you to drop a beat here. Here's your rat line of the week, people. Ding, 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 boom, boom. Touchdown. Touchdown, black guy. Those are the picks. Brought to you by Tito's handmade vodka. I don't know that I've ever seen a worse week by the top three people in the standings. And then the best week is TJ and Kenny at four and four. Come back. We're just dist- we're just destroying the game. You tapes. know what? That we're all eligible. Mike, would you like us to talk about your record last week? You you had no uh, shame in blurting out my three and nine week the week before. Well, sure, I'm still ahead of you after handing you a week. One and seven, Rico two and six, David two and six. Hey, here's TJ. Whoa, look at me. Four and four. It's, and I still mean, below me in the standings. Better than one and Have seven. Have another Zins. Better than one and seven. Let's go. Can we can we proceed? Let's do it. I can't believe this is on the picks. Wisconsin at home. Oh, wait, wait, wait. wait, wait hold on. <laughs> Mike, it gets better. Yeah, Let's but... just do this one. But trust me, the next game, it gets better. Go ahead. All right. Wisconsin laying two and a half at the Cole Center to Michigan State. Mr. Rico. Mike, uh, 
You've taught me when the line looks funky like that, Wisconsin is a ranked team. That line should be bigger. So it's either Michigan State or pass. But since we can't pass, give me Michigan State in the points. Kenny Cott, who won't watch a second of this. You know how big of a fan I am of college hoops, but I need to gain a game on Rico, so I'm going to take uh, Wisconsin here. Hatchet man. It is Michigan State or pass, so I'm going to pass. I know I'm going to go Wisconsin here. Wisconsin. America will pass on watching it. TJ, go ahead, buddy. Dan Campbell and Jared Goff have been vital as this team heads out in search of a title. I got another one. I'm looking for a word that rhymes with block, though. Um, Peacock. (laughs) Peacock. What do you think they call Peacock for short? Uh, Probably PC. (laughs) Okay. Because, you know, Instagram, they call it the gram. Right. The PC. (laughs) Okay. I'm Um, thinking if you want a spot on this radio show, you're going to move on. I'm I'm trying to help you here, TJ. Take PC and let's move on. God bless. Hey, I don't look, know. Hey, Give me hey, Wisconsin. Hey, Give me Wisconsin. <laughs> <laughs> Wisconsin. Mike, this is like uh, your Air Force bets where you have a bad week and you just come back at us the next week with a bunch of. Oh, no. David put, <laughs> David put these on the list. <laughs> I'm going to take Wisconsin because state is ass. Give me Wisconsin. Iowa at Michigan. What a proud program. Michigan laying one and a half. Wait, Michigan's favored? Uh-oh. See, I, see this Rico. is us. It gets worse. Mike, Michigan's favored. Both teams are bad. But Juwan <laughs> is like 0-26 in one-point games. So, therefore, I got to take Iowa. Or Phil Martelli is actually the coach, but you know what I mean. Kenny Cott. Well, you know how big of an Iowa Hoops fan I am, so I'm just going to go Iowa Caitlin here. Clark? That's right. <laughs> yeah, she playing this game. Such, you are such a jerk, Kenny. <laughs> Caitlin Clark, three. <laughs> so here's the thing. I Over be- four and a half threes. I believe in Phil Martelli and the boys. Oh, sorry. He's not coaching. I have to go Iowa here. Yeah, uh, Iowa, yeah. Haven't watched a second of either of these teams. I'll take Hold Iowa. On. No, I, I got nothing. Honest to God. TJ, will you do an episode of Cash the Ticket with me and Cookies where you just talk college basketball? I need more of this in my life. I can't I can't even fake it with <laughs> college basketball. I got nothing. I'll take Iowa. I mean, know. it's a home game, so road scholar Doug McDaniel plays, <laughs> right? <laughs> I'll take Michigan. If good old Encyclopedia Britannica's playing, I'm in. All right, the, their point guard is suspended for all away games, but he could play in home games. Not kidding. <laughs> I've never heard of that. Yeah. Hey, guess what? Neither have we. <laughs> right, they finally uh, figured out how to be half pregnant. Oh, let's go. <laughs> Up next, hey, he's faithful on Friday nights, but not Saturdays. <laughs> A suspension program by Michigan. Golden Knights and Red Wings. This is a parody. This isn't on here, is it? It's on there. With the with the puck line, Knights minus one and a half. If Rico, F it. You know what? Both teams uh been playing well last ten games. <laughs> nope, For- that's not true. Oh that? No. One of them has. I was looking at the stats, Kenny. Okay, all right. All right. I'm, I'm going to say for you, Kenny, you hate Michigan State, <laughs> but I'll just go with the wings. Stupid. He pretty much did. 
advanced metrics would argue with you there. Um, okay, yeah, and, yeah, okay. If you're going to get into all me. of that, I'm a hockey okay. nerd. Okay. High danger chances, Rico. Okay. Fenwick. You know, I, you know, I'm sorry. I was just looking at the win-loss type thing. So As I'm sure you knew, uh, Jack Eichel is on the IR right now for the Golden Knights. So give me the Red Wings with the point and a half. <laughs> Rico, that's why I just shut up about college basketball, right? <laughs> but I wouldn't do you that way, TK. Yeah, but there was no reason for Kenny to go Doug riding bike. No, they're not. Uh, Kenny, they're Kenny. playing really good. No, yeah. they're not. They scored three. No, no they're didn't. not, stupid. You don't why know didn't about you check the Fenwick? your Fenwick? <laughs> trying to help why you out. Why don't you stop playing you? with your Fenwick and read it? <laughs> I mean, Fenwick. Kenny. What Dave, rhymes with David going... It's an analytic. I am um, <laughs> David. What I do you got? Going to hide here. I'm guessing I'm going to go Red Wings, Kenny. All right, thank you. All right, Red Wings. Kenny, are, <laughs> are the Red Wings playing pretty good? All right, you know it's going to be a, a probably a rowdy atmosphere down there. Detroit's uh, feeling pretty damn good. I think that carries the team. Red Wings a little bit rubs off on them. What the Lions are doing, I'll take He'll the just wings. Be fine. He just yeah, I'll take the wings. Is that okay, Kenny? I'm getting a goal and a half. I'll take the wings. Yeah, why not? Wizards laying six and a half at the Pistons. (laughs) We're going deep selections for the picks. Rico Pierre. Kenny, should you help me out on this one? I don't know. I don't know. I was going to lean on you for this. I feel like we do a back and forth. Uh, No, you 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 get nothing from me. Uh, (laughs) No, you don't don't get to go Najee Davenport on his laundry basket (laughs) and then ask him to fold the clothes. Now, come on. Um... Both teams bad. Marvin Bagley <laughs> scored 20 points in his debut. It's going to be personal for him. You know what? I think the Pistons will rise up. Give me the Pistons and the points. He's wow. Kenny. Uh, good teams win. Great teams cover. The Pistons are neither of these things. Give me the Wizards. Over to David. The Wizards are neither of these things, too. They've only won seven games, Kenny. I'm... Wizards. Guys, you're so stupid. Right. <laughs> Come on. Let's go. No, you're a doo-doo head. Wait, the Wings and Pistons are both at home on Saturday? Yes. Oh. Yeah. And That's pretty cool. And then the Pistons go back and play oh. Sunday. A noon tip oh. for you don't the Pistons. Get it. Eight puck drop. Oh, they're the going to have to flood that thing yeah, pretty TJ, quick. Yeah, but TJ, you huh? don't get it. The Pistons aren't actually in the building. They're actually putting them out in the parking lot. They're at the district. <laughs> Guys, we haven't even gotten to a football game. Let's save some time. Uh, I'll I'll take Wash. I'll take the Wizards. Wizards, it's a Marvin Bagley revenge spot. Chiefs, Ravens. Ravens laying three and a half. Your total 44 and a half, Mr. Rico Beard. You know what, Mike? Everything is saying Ravens, but the three and a half. Give me the Chiefs and the points because Mahomes just doesn't go away and give me the over. Okay. Kenneth Cott. Yeah, same exact thing, Rico. Chiefs points and over. Thank yeah. you, Kenny, David, for agreeing. Yeah, I believe it's going to rain. That means the uh, Ravens. I know they both have really good defenses, but Ravens at home gives them the edge there because of the rain. I'm going Ravens and under. Mr. Thomas uh, John Lang. Man, I thought it was going to be a Lonely Island. Rico and Kenny, I'm, I'm riding with you guys. So I'm, I'm taking the Chiefs. I'm taking Patrick Mahomes. Playoff time. Uh, six straight AFC championship uh, games. You, it just yeah, It's right? hard it's, to go against it's him. It's hard to bet against him, man. And, and I you just, know what? There's something still with Lamar that I just, you still, there's something missing. You know what I mean? I, I, I think if, obviously, no. if he wins this game, it, it changes my mind. But Patrick hey, Mahomes, that's the reason I'm taking him. Give me the Chiefs and David, I'll take the over. Classic Lamar slander. Um, I love Lamar. Chiefs can't stop the run. Ravens run it. 
Lamar cheat code. And I think the three and a half is indicative of the confidence in the Ravens. That number hasn't moved down. I'll go Ravens. I will go under. Lions, Niners. That number is now seven and a half. Over under 51 and a half. Let's go to the king of the 49ers scumbags, Rico Beard. Uh, I think this is going to be a high-scoring game, so definitely going to take to take the over, and I'm mm-hmm. going to trust Las Vegas with this. Give me the Niners and the over. There it is. Kenny Cott, reporting eligible. Reporting eligible also, Doug Karsh. <laughs> Give me the Lions. Give me the over. God almighty, that's unbelievable. David. I'm with you, uh, Rico. I do believe it's going to be a higher-scoring type game, so I'm going to go over here, and I'm going to take... For Lori, who works with us in the building, I'm going Lions. Reluctantly. I don't know why that was relevant, but thank you for sharing. (laughs) TJ. I'm taking the over. Uh, I already told you I got the Lions winning 28-26. I think this defense, the change that they made against that Denver game where they say, you know what, we're going to give up some big plays. We're fine with that because we're going to hit the quarterback. We're going to get some takeaways. I think that continues to be consistent this week. I think you get one off of Brock Purdy. That's going to be the difference. I'm taking the Lions to win this one. I blame TJ Lang for what I'm about to say. I just give me the Lions and give me the over 51 and a half. I, 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 there you go. There you go. That's oh. going to be the sports book taking my money when the oh. Niners win 38 17. Can't wait to spend that extra time with you, Mike. I know. It's going to be amazing. What a blessing. Um, all right. Those are the picks. 971. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 